0: Okay, good morning to you, my viewers. Um, first of all, I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Gunny Fin, and I'm going to be your host on behalf of Football TV Podcast. Um, let it be known first that yes, it's your boy. I'm an Arsenal fan, Arsenal for life, Gunners forever. Um, and I am a Messi fan. So, right straight into business. Before we do that, we're going to be acknowledging the two brilliant boys that made this possible. Um, this podcast possible in. The person of Babajide Koredi and Daniel Luwak. Yeah, they're actually the boys who brought this together. So, without me wasting much of our time, we're going straight into Premier League match week 14. Um, Tuesday matches consist of Newcastle-Norwich going on to a 1-0 draw with Clark having a red card at the ninth minute. Um, the goal was, the game was held 0-0. Right on to the 61st minute, where Callum Wilson scored a penalty, um, with Newcastle still on a red card. Then, after some time, Thimu Puki actually collised for Norwich at the 79th minute, so they were actually head to a one-all draw. Next, Leeds, U- Leeds United left it late against Crystal Palace, with Rafinha scoring a penalty at the 90th minute. Oh, that must be really heartbreaking for Crystal Palace. Um, to yesterday's game. Watford-Chelsea. Um, First of all, the game was actually held for some minutes due to some technical difficulties in the crowd. It is fan having a cardiac arrest. But the game was brought back to life and the game went on. Macy mount opened the scoring at the 38th minute. Um, with Watford equalising with Bonaventure at the 44th minute. Before ZH took it out by himself on the 72nd minute to give Chelsea the so much needed 3 points which got them to the top of the league. West Ham went out with a 1-0 draw with Brighton and Hove Albion, with Thomas Suchek opening the scoring in five minutes, then Brighton leaving it so late with Neil Moupe equalising at the 89th minute. That must be so heartbreaking for West Ham because they were actually looking for a three-point lead with Arsenal at their tail, at their tail looking for the three points too. Because now... If Arsenal should win their next game, they are going to go on top West Ham with 26 points. With West Ham with 25, 24 points. So, it's actually, it's actually somehow for West Ham now. And they are going to be praying that Manchester United should cause Arsenal harm as the Old Trafford. At Wolves at Burnley was held to a goalless draw with no one... No one... Um, accepting responsibility to score a goal. Aston Villa, Manchester City. Hmm. Ruben Diaz opening the goal at 27 minutes. Yes, you heard me right. The defender putting his left foot through the ball. Beating Amy Martinez at goal at the 27th minute. Bernardo made it 2-0 just before halftime at the 40, 43rd minute. Uh, Oli Watkins in the second half. Just after the second half. Made it 2-1 at the 47th minute with Manchester City on the ropes. Trust me, they were on pressure throughout the game. Um, it's been a while since I've seen Manchester City like this. They were all around the place. Yes. Jaggrilish got eventually got his playtime. Uh, it was it was it was actually a bittersweet return to Aston Villa with Manchester fans clapping. And the Aston Villa fans booing. So it was actually a mixed feeling of nostalgia and a sense of pride. Jagrilish actually made a difference but it was not enough. They kept pressurizing the citizens but City dis- but Manchester City went on to win the game. They thought they were on top of the league but actually they had the scores of the Chelsea game winning 2-1 but Chelsea is still at the top of the league. Um, Everton-Liverpool, oh god. Uh, at the Goodison Park, Everton lost 4 goals to 1. As the skipper, Jordan Henderson opened the scoring at the ninth minute. Salah making it 2-0 at the 19th minute. Then Demarai Gray stepped up to score for Everton and the 38th minute boy was not enough. They couldn't gather much momentum as they just dropped. Salah scored again at the 64th minute, and Jota closing the scoring at the 79th minute. That was just Premier League football. On to League One, PSG were held to a goalless draw at Nice, with Lionel Messi presenting his seventh Ballon d'Or. That's actually a topic for another day. That's actually a topic for another day. My goat, my greatest of all time, won his seventh Ballon d'Or. See. If I go into that topic now, we're not going to see the end of this. But since we're on the topic, let's go in. Um, I heard a lot of people saying Messi does not deserve the Ballon d'Or. Um, <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you that Messi deserves it a whole bit. A whole... Messi deserves... Messi deserves his seventh Ballon d'Or. Yes, Robert Lewandowski deserves it, but... Messi deserves it better. Why? Because Messi's stats are slightly edging Robert Lewandowski. Lewandowski only edges him in goals, but Messi but Messi just edges him out in every other stats. Both international trophies, goals plus assists, goals involvement, key passes, even tackles. A midfielder having the best tackles in the top 10 Ballon d'Or rankings so Messi in my opinion deserves his seventh Ballon d'Or and yes for 2020 I would see no doubt putting all form of bias behind me Lewandowski deserves the seventh his first Ballon d'Or but now as of 2021 I do not agree um